Hello, everyone. Much like an abusive boyfriend from your dark past, we left you. But now, without you even asking, we're back. But we bring with us gifts, songs about cantes, whales killed by Danes, Maradona and a very large pile of drugs. Oh, and something called the Premier League. Jay, pass me the cocaine. Let's get this one underway. Welcome, everyone, to another installment of Born Offside. It's uh, good to have you back. It's good to be back. Dave, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back, mate. Isn't that the lyrics to a Gary Glitter song? I think we should probably stay well, well away from that. Not at all. On the contrary, I think that's somewhere that we should delve, but just not right now. All right, we'll be looking at uh, Gary Glitter maybe a little bit later on and uh, all the wonderful Wait, things. Does that anyone have like. a Gary Glitter podcast? I bet no one does. <laughs> does anyone still have Gary Glitter records, you know, no. somewhere no. stacked up in that? Do you reckon that once it all, you know, once the shit really did hit the fan? Like for, the for our American listeners, Google <laughs> Gary Glitter, but don't, whatever you do, do it at work. <laughs> do it in an incognito window and preferably maybe at the library because <laughs> someone's going to be on to you it's not like he wasn't famous either eh? you know and it's not like he wasn't popular and people bought his records so i am very very curious as to you know there's you know you live in the middle of the countryside in england you know in one of those posh houses because you've made all your money in the city or whatever and you retired somewhere near wayne rooney and uh and you're there and you you got your record collection up on, on your wall and everything you know that Gary Glitter is on the third shelf around the back, yeah? So you're just like, oh, for God's sake, I've got to get rid of him now, you know? So when, do you, you know, when, when's that moment you come along? And, and what do you do with it? How do you that dispose of it? Past. Mate, that moment has passed. It's passed a long time ago. And the method of choice <laughs> is fire. Uh, that's how you get rid of your Gary Glitter records. You melt ah. them down. Ah, okay. Ah. Leave no evidence, I guess. that Yeah, that's probably the best way. Yes, we've been back All right. for two minutes and we've spent yeah. that entire time on Gary Glitter. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Welcome to another episode of Born Offside. Oh, mate, it's good to be back. Football. Footballs. Football. Like, so much happened. Mate, well, uh, football, didn't, football didn't really go away. See, no. but what we had, mate, was this thing called the UEFA Nations League. That's so right. I was, mate, here's what I think happened. So before, we had meaningless, horrible friendlies. And you and I, and I think the entire football world population can agree that friendlies are horrible. Unless of, course, <laughs> unless, of course, they're specially arranged for George Weyer to come on as 51, play 79 minutes, and then leave. But anyway, <laughs> that's a different thing. Generally, we can agree that friendlies are horrible. So what UEFA, Europe, whatever, FIFA, whoever it was, did is they took us from horrible and they've taken us to the level of the Carling Cup. We now have games which are competitive, but we still, still don't really care about it yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, we now have the Carling Cup of international football. That's what I feel like. I, I was very, very disappointed uh, in the theme because I was assuming that it's yeah, the Nations League, right? So I was assuming yeah. that they would just take the Champions League music and, and swap the word champions for nations. So 
the nation, da, 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 like that. That was, I mean, yeah. I can't believe they didn't do that. No, they didn't. Instead, they took something that was reminiscent of Lord of the Rings or something, and uh, and just it was sort very of, Game of Thrones, it, wasn't it? it? It was, yes. Uh, it was pretty crazy. I don't know what uh, what was going on there, but uh, I haven't actually bothered or, or you know even worried too much about delving into it. Uh, but uh, but it did. Yes, you're right. It almost seemed like a, something of a lost opportunity, wasn't it? Really, you know, a missed opportunity. You know, where they they really could you know something really could have happened. But um, but yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, I thought I was a bit worried uh, because probably because I hadn't really sort of read anything about it. But actually, I'm, I am deep down. I'm actually quite happy. I've, I felt like there was stuff to be interested in again. And and I think the main thing that or the main sort of success that's come from this is is the fact that we, we've now finally got teams who are evenly matched and evenly paired uh, instead of having these kind of, you know, Italy versus the Faroe Islands. Well, let's see how many we can put past them, you know? And it's a friendly as well. So we'll be playing, you know, uh, uh, the kit man and, and backroom staff and stuff and everything. And we'll still score nine. Um, but now it's it's taken on a, a, a very interesting new perspective. Mate, so it's, uh, although, yeah. Although I take your point and it's good for us as the general public, but did anyone stop to ask or think about the Faroe Islands players? Because your likes of Malta, Faroe Islands, Andorra, yep. Luxembourg, San Marino, San yep. Marino. These are, for all intents and purposes, pub players. Like <laughs> you and I, if we stopped eating for a couple of months, could probably get in the San Marino team. Those, <laughs> and those people who are in the San Marino team, their dads played, you know, their, their uncles played. You know, it's a small community, it's a small generation. So imagine you're a current San Marino international. Your dad probably on the walls has pictures of him like, oh, there's me playing with Alan Shearer. And there's me getting, you know, um, uh, Thomas <laughs> Gilatsky's boots. And there's me with Rude Hullet's shirt. You now are just playing Andorra every week. Like, all of the fun is gone for them. Wait, someone should have stopped and thought of those guys. Oh, dear. It is. It is a little bit like that. Um, but it's a, but I, I don't know. It's a, I think one of the sort of standout ones was the fact that Luxembourg came out with their first ever win of more than two goals or something like that, you know? So that when they went beat three nil or four nil, I suppose, I suppose, I suppose you could say to your dad, dad, I've actually won a game <laughs> like, <laughs> in your face. Have some yeah, of that. I'd rather have Rude Hullet's shirt. Yeah, there you go. Well, I thought I thought it was a, a very interesting thing. I I was actually I, I must admit I was a little bit I I, I was excited in in the beginning uh, uh, by the the idea and by the prospect of it all, and we went through the last two weeks, you know, obviously uh, reading up on it and listening to uh, uh, to shows or, or whatever about it, and I think I've got a general kind of impression or idea of how this is going to be run, but it still does also seem very much like. Nobody really knows, you know, how it's going to go. And like, we, it's, it's gone off in, a, in an interesting direction, a good direction to start with. I think overall, you probably agree it's a, a, a success. But we still don't know, right? We still don't know how it's going to go, you know, and only we time. We won't know until we have the final. We won't know until we have that That's right. Yeah. final. And we really, really won't know until Jose Mourinho wins it. And whether or not he counts it as a trophy. <laughs> that's, I think that's the benchmark, isn't it? Isn't it? It's not, if Jose, not the trophy, if Jose you know? drops it into a conversation as part of a treble or one of my trophies, like, you know, when he starts listing and counting, yes. if Jose does that, 
then it's official. Then I'll probably get the helmet. <laughs> well, mate, let's let's just review a couple of a couple of the games, uh, and uh, and then we'll we'll move straight on to the Premier League because that's really what we we want to do. But because we it has been two and a half odd weeks or something without it, we'll just have a look at some of the the interesting uh, um, uh, results that happened. We'll start with England uh, and uh, and their their um, amazing defeat. Uh, to uh, to Spain, I thought they played exceptionally well. England were absolutely fantastic. They rocked the shop. They absolutely just they went out there and they just belted the Spanish. Don't you agree? So they lost two one, <laughs> and then Scotland also played. Oh, uh, hey, hang on! <laughs> Can't just run away from England. What's going on? Go on. Are, are we? Are we you, you, you don't want to go into it. You don't want to go into it. Do you? I do. That Spain are a better team than England. What's 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 the surprise here? Like, all right, I mean, okay. Really, come on. Like, okay. Spain had a indifferent World Cup, but they've got. I mean, Saul is is a fantastic player. Like Koke, who's he's replaced, is better than anyone we had. Iniesta and Silva, we just don't have those players. I think Southgate is continuing to do a half-decent job with the players that he has. Spain have an incredible pool of talent where everybody can tippy-tappy, toppy-tappy. They've got, like, we haven't had a playmaker since Paul Gascoigne. They haven't had a playmaker, playmaker since last week. <laughs> just, I don't know. It's, it's fine. They're a better team than we are. We lost. The more interesting result in that group for me was Spain murdering Croatia six nothing Croatia World Cup finalist Croatia got done six nil by Spain it just tells you what could have happened if Lopetegui hadn't packed his bags the week before <laughs> no that's looking incredibly stupid now no absolutely oh yeah no obviously it's 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 it's, it's going to go down as a wasted uh, world cup uh, and in years to come people are going to yeah they're definitely going to look Diego back at that Costa must be livid. Oh. Diego Costa must be absolutely livid because he's now out of the team right on pretty, pretty much yep doesn't like him he's playing Rodrigo and Iago Aspas and Diego Costa is out. So that was Diego Costa's World Cup gone, taken from him by Lopetegui and whoever, what's-his-face at Real Madrid and Fernando Romero. And, I mean, it's I I, I very nearly just now said the words, poor Diego Costa. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) I mean, it's a wonderful thing. Diego Costa has been robbed. Delightful. <laughs> Mate, we just need Suarez to be added to that list soon, and then we'll be uh, we'll we'll be a full deck. Be nice. Lovely. Yeah. Um. The the other the other uh, interesting game because again we won't stay too too long was uh, uh, obviously Wales uh, and their amazing performance against Ireland. I don't think anyone expected a, a that, that scoreline and that kind Roy of a, a golf. Roy Keane expected that. Roy Ke- <laughs> Have you not seen the things that happened this week with Stephen? Oh, what's his name? Stephen Reed. Uh, yes, and um, it's not only Stephen Reed. Yeah, there's a couple. Oh, oh, the WhatsApp message. No, no, sorry. Yes, so go there's, on. There's a video of, I think it's no, it's not Stephen Reed. It's Stephen something. Oh, he's Irish. Anyway, uh, and <laughs> he would be. <laughs> he's uh, there's a there's a WhatsApp video which has basically been leaked. Uh, going into details of how much the entire Republic of Ireland squad hates Roy Keane. Right, yes. Well, not surprising, is a little bit embarrassing. Um, and, uh, yeah. But I thought Harry Arter was was having issues as well, yes. wasn't he? And yes. 
it's it seems to me that uh, you know it's just poison, isn't it? Really, Roy Keane just needs to get out of there. Uh, I don't I understand. Roy Keane probably just needs to get out. I, mean, I think we should just yeah. give him treat <laughs> the dog, put him on an island, and and hook him up to a microphone where he can just say mean things about people. That's the only <laughs> way that he's going to be happy. And the, and we'll just tell him that his thoughts are being broadcast to the world, but they won't actually. He was a he was a nasty man when he was a player, and I think he's just taken that taken that right into management. Well done, uh, uh, Roy Keane. You've managed to <laughs> to replicate how how horrible you were uh, uh, as a football player in, in 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 your life as a football manager as well. Uh, long le- may they continue to lose football matches. And the four nil drubbing I think over Wales was actually quite a delightful uh, uh, delightful thing to watch. I was actually quite happy with that. Uh, you know, happy for Wales as well because. You know they'd been so disappointing since the since the Euros, and uh, obviously extremely disappointed not to get into the World Cup as well. So you know, I think for them it was quite good. Do you know what, mate? Fuck Wales. Wales. <laughs> um, this is my feeling. So I actually lived in Wales for three years, and when I was there, pretty much every Welsh person I encountered has the I support I support two teams, Dave. I tell you, Wales and whoever's playing England. And when, you, <laughs> when you're there for three years and you have that, it's just, fuck off. Like, I should um, imagine it's the same in Scotland, isn't it, as well? And, and Ireland, possibly, as well. The same pretty much everywhere. We're fairly universally hated, which I, is fine. <laughs> but, you know, if you're going to hate us, fuck y'all. And, <laughs> um, and who's particularly dead to me is Gareth Bale, who said ahead of when England played Wales in the Euros, I don't think they have the passion for their nation. Uh-huh. Um, so Gareth to me at that point was dead to me I used to love him and now I don't I don't love yeah. him um, and he can go stick his monkey shaped head up his monkey shaped bum and <laughs> that's the kind of insights you won't get on other podcasts people and I was very pleased when current and loyal Tottenham player Christian Eriksen put Wales to bed with two very well taken goals. Yeah. Fucking well. Uh, after all the shenanigans as well, I, I wonder whether this was, I sometimes thought, wonder whether this was done on purpose by the Danish FA. Let's just pretend to the world that we're, you know, in, in, in a shambolic mess. Don't really know what's going on. We're playing futsal players one week against Lord knows who. And then a couple of hours before the game, we'll just tell everybody, ah, uh, yeah, no, it's all sorted. And then bang. Ryan Giggs must have been furious because, you know, how can you prepare for a match uh, like that? <laughs> You've got yourself half of you is sort of thinking about one match and then suddenly your, your, your opponents change. Uh, I've got an idea of how you prepare for this match. You prepare for playing the really, really good players. And then if the uh-huh. really, really good players don't turn up, you'll win. Because <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't get this. How, how do you prepare for this argument? You prepare to play Christian Eriksen and, I mean, the other 10, I mean, Schmeichel. Name me the other Danish players. No, Paulsen. No. I'm just uh, talking one of them's called Paulsen. So you prepare for those guys to be playing. So, and then if you're lucky enough that they don't turn up because they're having an argument with their FA about their wages, you'll win. <laughs> like, you can't, I, I can't see the logic in... Well, we prepared for Christian Eriksen, who's world class, but this other bloke turned up and we didn't know what to do. <laughs> oh. So we lost. 
Sorry. Sorry, Gov. I mean, he was shit. I mean, he was disastrous. He couldn't tap the ball. He was blind. And, um, <laughs> but we didn't prepare for it. Four. That was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to be able to prepare for these things, you know. We were just so surprised. We were so we surprised. How shit they were. <laughs> In shock. Kept tripping over myself, you know. Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> they they came out, they won 2 0. One of them, a very well taken goal from the edge of the box, tr- almost becoming trademark Ericsson now. And, yeah, uh, and the other one. about Ericsson is he goes low. Goes low. He doesn't, he doesn't try to find the roof. They. they, they Go in the bottom corner, in off the post. Like, yeah, they they never look that great, but they're well, always very effective, aren't they? Well, they're, they're always aesthetically yeah. beautiful, but they are very effective. Yes, true. <laughs> so beaten by the Great Danes, good old Wales couldn't do anything about that, uh, and um, and it, it wasn't really a very good uh, uh, a good week for the home nations, was it? So uh, so I think we'll move on. Uh, uh, and uh, have a look at some of the other teams uh, that uh, that uh, made some headway. Uh, we'll start with, and we'll get it over and done with Portugal beating. Oh, we'll get it over and done with. Oh, I'm sorry, I just have to. Oh, oh, look at that Portugal one. Oh, oh, mate. I, you know, outside of the home nations, I'm sorry. That's where we're going. That's which direction we're going in first. Oh, I don't care. Did we talk about the Pope. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to talk about the Pope? You want to talk about Germany versus France? You can talk about all those if you want. Get Portugal out of the way, over and done with, and I'll, I'll give you a moment. Did Portugal. Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. One nil against Italy, which was great. And um, who scored? Yeah, Adrian Silva scored. So oh, uh, who is that? He's the the one silver who's not in the Premier League. So uh, oh. he's <laughs> he's out of Valencia on loan from Paris. Uh, and um, yeah, no, he did he did very well. And and that was uh, you know, and that was. Uh, well, the, we had the first game without Ronaldo, second game with Ronaldo. Ronaldo continues not to score, but that's all good. Is uh, he still because not scored? He's still not scoring. He's, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I think How he's taking it. How Ronaldo get this week? Yeah, oh, I think he, oh, it's oh, a good question, actually. I didn't really check, but I should imagine I, quite I a few. I want you to be on top of that, mate. From now on in, I want <laughs> you to text me whenever baby Ronaldo scores. All right, all right. I'll keep, I'll keep on top of that as best I can. On your phone that goes off. <laughs> Any time of day or night, like an emergency one. I want like you to be in bed at three a.m. and suddenly your phone goes beep, 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 beep. and your missus is like, "What? What is it?" You're like, "Ronaldo just scored." <laughs> you beauty, beauty, um, and uh, yeah, and it will, will, will come, will come up straight off, off them, and. Uh, and because and, and so, uh, it's it's important to get that first win on your belt, you see. So uh, you know, and get yourself uh, up and flying, a bit like Spain. Anyway, um, but unlike that, yes, the rest of it obviously didn't really go to plan. Germany versus France uh, uh, was oh, the other one, and uh, yeah, we, we got a bit of a one all one all draw. Oh, was it one all nil 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 nil. It was nil nil, wasn't it? Now that was. That was a friendly, though, wasn't it? That was a friendly. No, no, no. That was uh, that was the nations. Da, 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 da. Are we sure? I because I'm still. I, oh, I don't know. I'm a little bit sort of. You know, hang on a second. What's what? Who's who? Because why were there still friendlies going on? I was very annoyed. The friendlies happen because you're in groups of three. So, for example, England, Spain, and Croatia are in a group. So England play Spain in the first game. Therefore, Croatia don't have anyone to play. Right, so they play a friendly, and then yeah. Spain play Croatia in the second game, and England don't have anyone to play, which is why they had a friendly. 
So uh -huh. yeah, it's confusing that there are friendlies going on. They perhaps shouldn't have had groups of three. They should have. Had, I don't fucking know. I don't make the bloody thing. Um, <laughs> well, it does. It, it seems scary. like there's a whole amassment of different sort of groups and everything. Like I said, it's one of those things. We'll we'll get over it and uh, we'll get to but it. I'm pretty sure Germany France was in the nations. It was a thing. It was in the in the. It was a nations game. Yes, maybe. <laughs> Let's face it, people don't listen to this podcast for information. No, uh, <laughs> that's very true. I'll be totally honest uh, uh, with you. I blanked because uh, um, I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, there was something else going on here anyway. All right. Anyway, forget about that one. Ungolo Kante, very quickly before we go off for a break. Mate, this did what, happen during that what's, game. Going, what's going on? Yeah, this happened after the first UEFA Nations game that France had. And uh, Ungolo, Ungolo, Ungolo Kante. Uh, and it, it, it was, it, it seems to be one of the things that everybody's been talking about recently. Everybody's talking about N'Golo Kante and about this new song that has gone out, written and produced and probably directed uh, and sung by uh, none other than our very favorite, Benjamin. Benjamin Mondi. Benjamin so, Mondi. So what I've heard is that... No, um, Chloe. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flown. Mate. That is that is Jason's daughter uh, hitting him. It is, yeah. No, she's she's taken my mouse and she's brought a uh, she's brought a table, uh, one of those little coffee tables, pretending to give me coffee, but she just smacked me in the side of the head uh, with it. But God bless her cotton socks. She's seven. Um, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Takes, takes after her mother, doesn't she? Just. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to find the lyrics to the Angolo Conte song. Um, yes, I have found them. So N'Golo Kante had a song that was written by, about him by um, an opportunistic rapper and released, I think, the day after they won the World Cup. And uh, the lyrics are, Il est petit, il est gentil, et samedi, il va bouffer Lyon Messi. So, which translates as, he is small, he's gentle or kind, and on Saturday, he, he has Messi in his pocket, which is, you know, and I think it sounds better in French, but it was missing uh, an element to it, uh, to which uh, our dear friend, Benjamin Mondi, uh, did pen the words, and we all know he's a cheat, Ungolo Kante, <laughs> um, which I'm not sure if we did or know, but apparently Benjamin Mendy was um, convinced that Ungolo cheated him out of cards during the World Cup, and <laughs> therefore has... Uh, that's now what the so there were eighty thousand people singing this song uh, for their you know welcome home party, um, and I think probably Ungolo Kante um, disputes the cheat part, but um, eighty thousand people all chanting it can they all be wrong? No, absolutely not. I don't think they can. <laughs> I think it's very, very, a very right, right one. And um, what's so catchy about this is because it's it's sung to the tune of uh, uh, "Oh Champs Elysees" uh, as well, which is the "Oh Champs Elysees, So it's like a, a sort of feminine. And of course, the French, uh, uh, when they came back from uh, from winning their World Cup, of course, were it, it was all a, a little bit a bit of a farce uh, uh, when they came back because they, I, I, I think, they were delayed or if there was some kind of issue or some kind of problem. And so they had to race along the Champs-Élysées and go to, to, uh, um, to, to get 
um, to receive the medals or, or whatever, get, have their presentation. And I think they raced along the Champs-Élysées in 13 minutes, uh, uh, which uh, basically meant that all the millions of people that came out to, to welcome the French uh, back from winning the World Cup were just like, you know, they, they were in out in the streets waiting for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to see the bus. And then the bus went, oh, see you, bye. <laughs> and that was it. So, uh, so I think this, this was in kind of celebration. They felt like they couldn't, they couldn't celebrate properly uh, uh, from their World Cup. So this was almost like a, a kind of sort of celebratory moment. And, um, uh, and yeah, it was, uh, it was very cool that they, they had this, uh, this song. And uh, I, I liked it anyway. And the fact that it's Benjamin Mendy, he can do, he can do no wrong. Uh, uh, he was he was out there sort of conducting the orchestra once again. So um, so that was very good. Hey, let's let's move on to more pressing, concerning, uh, and I believe entertaining things. Diego Armando Maradona is back in the news. <laughs> Oh, great idea, mate, and uh, and lovely. And I think we should we should have a quick chat about this, and we'll we'll, we'll shoot off for a quick break. Uh, uh, but uh, absolutely, Diego Maradona is back. Thank goodness. And I believe he came back with with a quote saying that uh, uh, the the new opportunity or job to uh, to work at this new club in Mexico, I think it's called uh, uh, Lorado or Colorado or Colorado or something. I can't remember. Um, it, it's 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 a, a similar to holding a baby. Uh, is yeah, how he that's described. That's an interesting it's... turn of phrase. Uh, for those people who are not aware of this story, Diego Armando Maradona has taken up a new position at a club in. Uh, it's, I think it's Corrado or something in like Mexico. that. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Right in Mexico. In Mexico, yes, in Mexico. That's right. And a Mexican this... second-tier team. And this club is located in the heartland of which industry? I think there's only one industry, and it's not rubber duckies. Uh, so it's uh, no, it's it, it, what it's. It, right in the heart of where one of the biggest, if not the biggest uh, drugs cartel uh, of the world, I believe, is located. So, yes. And Diego Armando Maradona has a past with which drug of choice? Ah, his very favorite one, a, a certain uh, a, a white uh, uh, substance, I think, that he sticks Dorado. up his nose. Yeah, Dorado. I think so. Dorados. There we go. That's the name of the team. It's the Dorados. Just, uh, so yeah. known drug addict and eccentric fat bastard, Diego Armando Maradona, <laughs> has taken up a position at this, the bloody hell. He's managing, <laughs> he's managing a club backed by a cartel. Mate, I can't see this turning out any way but well. <laughs> I can't see what Mate, might go wrong. Talking about a man who's, who's been battling drug addiction, who's been going to, uh, uh, yeah, to rehab, you know, for Lord knows how long, fighting alcoholism and obesity. And, and, and for all intents, it seemed like he'd done quite well. I thought he was actually recovering. Yes, that's when we because saw, when, during the World Cup, he was yeah. over the rails, <laughs> giving the finger to Nigerian fans. You're right. Yeah, been I thought that was really good. Yeah, I thought that was a big improvement from what he'd been through. You know, we finally saw him out and about, you know, and there he is. <laughs> flipping the bird and it's like ah, oh, he, he looks all right you know he looks okay he's recovered um and now he's just gonna regress i highly recommend that he doesn't take this job on because he's been fighting so hard against his drug addictions and now he's gonna go and uh, and and get straight back on it again but obviously he knows something we don't you know and um he's come out and he said 
I'm not here to play. I am here to work. <laughs> you know, just, depends I what his definition of work is. You the know? product. I mean, work the team. <laughs> yes, Maradona. Yes. All right. Well, you you go for it, mate. You go for it. What what a gem. What a gem. And um, uh, and to top it all, <clears throat> he's um, he's gone. I think it's very close to the Mexican border uh, uh, as well, isn't it? So it's uh, uh, sort of, he can just jump over into America whenever he wants and then jump back oh, down. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, 1986 was uh, the stage for his biggest and most proudest moment uh, in his footballing career, wasn't it, really? So uh, uh, fair enough, he did a great job in 90. Whatever, it should be the, the venue for his death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, I wonder if they actually did that on his arrival. You know, they go, there you go. Here's a, here's a casket for you with your name on it. We're so happy to have you here. Here you go. Here's a present, a gift from the people. But it's, uh, a it's casket, you know, it's got, a good game. It's got my name in it. It's got my name on it. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we expect They've you just to. just written Maradona and crack. <laughs> <laughs> Sniff away, mate. <laughs> oh dear lovely all right well with that let's uh, let's take a quick uh, quick breather uh, we've got uh, premier league football to to look up and look into uh, uh, and so uh, just uh, stick around for a very short time and we'll be back shortly after this the nations da -da 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 -da. and here's part 2 Welcome back, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the, the uh, part two of the Born Offside. But welcome back to the Premier League. Hello, Premier Thank League. God. Welcome back. Oh, We've missed you. We have. I have. I think it's not been fun at all. You know, I've had a. I've actually had a horrible couple of weeks. Uh, uh, t take away all the football, uh, which was was you know me meekly enjoyable. Uh, I've, I've I've just had a, a tempestuous week, uh, so it's 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 not been fun, and I won't go into it. Well, uh, mate, but I know uh, what will make you feel better. You know who what's back? We've got Troy Deeney's back. Neil Bennett's uh, back. Uh, um, we've also got other <laughs> delightful things, such as um, what's that fat bloke from Newcastle whose name's gone out in the head? Ashley. Mike Ashley, he's back. All of your Yay. favorites, mate. They're all back. <laughs> Mate, and we'll 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 start we'll start by previewing uh, uh, Saturday's games. We've got Saturday's games. We've got uh, two games on Sunday, and then we've got a game on Monday uh, as well. So we'll we'll uh, start previewing the Saturday's game very quickly with what could be uh, actually nowadays it's very difficult to know which one is the thigh rubber. But I think this is the one straight away. Saturday afternoon, early kickoff, twelve thirty. Mate, it's Tottenham versus Liverpool. It is. Uh, this should have been the first game at White Hart Lane. It's not. Mm. It's at Wembley. This should have been the the two teams with a perfect record, but then we lost to Watford. Uh, uh -huh. it, it's, mate, I've got a horrible feeling we're going to be on the end of a drubbing. Ooh, do you, you really do, do you? Oh, okay. Well, Sonny's back. Sonny's uh, back. Sonny's yes. back. Did you see what he was up to midweek? Because he was still playing for South Korea midweek. Because South Korea thought they'd have some international friendlies as well. So after playing the World Cup for South Korea and then playing the Asian Games for South Korea, he thought he'd play a few friendlies for South Korea. Mate, he's played a lot for South Korea. But did you see what he got up to midweek with old um, Valdez of Chile? Oh, shoot. Go. So Valdez, Chilean, rocks up in South Korea 
uh, goes to an Adidas shop to do some signing of some goods, as you would when you rock up in an Asian country and you're selling Chilean football or whatever it is. Uh, and Valdez thinks, while I'm here, I might as well place my left index finger against my left eye, my right index finger against my right eye, and then pull them both outwards as if to make a slitty eye kind of thing. Um, uh, because I'm Valdez and I enjoy a bit of light racism. And <laughs> <laughs> so, oh dear, you're kidding. Uh, oh, no, I, I wasn't aware. I'm, I'm sorry, I did not see this. So he uh, did that. So then Sonny uh, took his revenge by megging him with a flick, Cruyff, Turney. May anyone now, I encourage you to get on the YouTubes, open up the tubes, Type in Sun Valdez. Type in the word racism as well if you want to see what Valdez got up to. <laughs> to the game. But just Sun versus Valdez. You bring it and uh, Sunny first chips the ball away from uh, Vidal. So Vidal comes in with a two-footed lunge and, and Sunny just lifts it over the top of him. And then Valdez is surely favorite to, to then tackle him. But he drags it back and then Cruyff turns it through Valdez's leg for the onrushing South Korean coming through. Uh, and it is particularly entertaining when someone takes that and types the words, you fool, you racist, over the top of it. I'm sorry, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Oh, it's a, you know, we've, we've seen this on so many occasions, you know, where, where people have, have, have done this. They've, they've gone over, they've had a look, and, and, and for, for some stupid reason, they, I think, it's, it's, it's an education thing, isn't it? Really, I think some of them still don't realize uh, that it's, it's offensive to, to do that. <laughs> it's just really, but I, th and I genuinely believe that some of these people have just not been educated into thinking that it's not offensive. And it's just so stupid, absolutely stupid. Um, uh, it's a, a, I, I have actually, I, I did actually see that, by the way. The nutmeg was very, very beautiful, but I hadn't been aware of, of the, uh, uh, the racism that had gone through beforehand. So, uh, uh, but, uh, uh, but well done, Son, uh, 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 letting his feet do the talking. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know. But, but his return, mate, his return, while it makes me happy, and I, I believe actually Deli Ali's yes. out, so he'll probably go straight into the team. Yes, that's right. Uh, but I still think Liverpool just look good. I think uh, Mohamed Salah, the homeless wonder, is is going to score because I've said that he's rubbish. So he'll, he'll <laughs> get that over on me. Uh, Mane almost always scores against Tottenham. Uh, Bobby Firmino's teeth uh, are bright and shiny. Yep, and very true. I don't see us. Uh, mate, I, I think Liverpool are going to win 3-1. Wow. All right. Okay. All right. Um, I'm, uh, I, I don't, I don't agree. I, honestly, I, I look at this one and the thing is like, and I think the, the main point about this match is, is that everyone's been talking about how, how tired uh, a hungry Kane is. Uh, hungry he may be, but he's blimmin' well tired and he's finding it very difficult to, to adjust and to get, uh, uh, to get back into it from what he seems. Um, and, I think that's just your main issue because uh, I, I think everybody else should be. I don't know why. I just feel like they should be okay. I I know what you mean. Liverpool are playing really well at the moment, but I, I just have a feeling that Tottenham are going to be able to uh, uh, to also have their moments in the game and to hold out. And if Alderweireld uh, uh, you know turns up uh, alongside, I don't know if Tongan is fit. 
Uh, but if he is, and if the two of them start in, the, uh, uh, you know, at the back, I, I, I think they'll be too. I think they'll be too strong, and they'll hold on. But they won't win uh, uh, for sure. I think uh, I'm going for a draw. Going for a, a one-all draw here for this match. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, I'm glad that you are not stopping me on that one. Uh, <laughs> all right. Bournemouth. Well, let's just jump straight on to Bournemouth versus Leicester. We'll race through some of these. Cherries versus Foxes. You bring Cherries, I'll bring Foxes. The Foxes will win. I'm going with the Foxes. All right. Okay. Uh, just to go against the grain on that one, uh, uh, for you, I'm going for a Bournemouth win. Uh, yeah, I think Leicester... Leicester will fight with your bloody Cherries. Come on. <laughs> What are you going for? 2-1 win, did you say? Yeah, I'll go. I didn't, but I'll go with 2-1 to the Foxes. All uh, right. Slabhead, slabhead to score. And mate, Literally, if I was back in England with access to a betting app, I would literally bet on Slabhead to score and Leicester to, to win almost every week until it came true. <laughs> Good man. All right, then. Let's uh, burst straight onto the scene of what... I'm not, not sure whether I'm this excited about this match. Uh, only if uh, uh, Warnock loses once again, which he probably will, and he'll still come out beaming with it. God, that was a great match, wasn't it? That was, that was great. Uh, Chelsea versus Cardiff. Can we see anything other than a Chelsea win here? The most interesting thing about this match is which Southeast Asian country is going to get the most advertisements. <laughs> Malaysia. I'm going for Malaysia. Yeah, All right. is also so Malaysia. Malaysia to win. All right, okay, that's what, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what we'll the go real, with. The real winner in this game was Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, Huddersfield Town versus Crystal Palace. I know we're oh, going... It's not a stinker. Who cares? It is, absolutely. Aaron Moy versus the Wilfster is the only thing I can think of. Uh, really? And um, will, will football win? I no. don't think so. I think football Wilf will lose win. on this one. Nil-nil, mate. Is that, that's what I'm going for. Nil-nil. Nil. with a Wilf, Wilf solo to light it up. A Wilf solo to light it up. One nil. Uh, uh, and uh, finally get Crystal Palace uh, on, on, on the straight and narrow? No. <laughs> Certainly on the, on the win, in winning ways. Mate, and we're going from one boring game to another boring game. Manchester City versus Fulham. This yeah. may, mate, I, I get what you mean. It's, it should be a fairly foregone conclusion-y type game. But I will guarantee you something that will happen in this game, mate. I'm Shoot. going to guarantee you a minimum of four goals. Four goals? All right. I'm going for six. <laughs> We're really going for it. I think four is, is actually, yeah. Oh, no, um, no, no. I think Fulham will get one of them. I'm going 3-1. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right. It's okay. You actually... Oh, oh gosh. Mitro. Thought, oh. Mitro. 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 <laughs> uh, Mitro. Let's see if Mitro can do it. Mate, to a game that I actually do think is interesting, uh, even though I don't, I'm not a big fan of either one of these teams. Uh, um, Newcastle versus Arsenal. Uh, the Toon versus the Loons. Toon versus we, the Loons. Uh, what are we it. doing? Um, I don't think... <laughs> Newcastle can attack, and I don't think Arsenal can defend. So, what do I think is going to happen here? I, I can't back the arse, so I'm going to go one all. One all. All right. Okay. It's going to be interesting, this one. Again, I know I bring it up every week. I still feel a, a little bit for Benitez and for the situation that he's he's been in. Um, but it's... Uh, um, <clears throat> it's I, I, I just... I think that it's... 
the writing's been on the wall all season, and as much it, it reminds me <laughs> very much. The wall and the writing says relegation. Relegation. <laughs> that's what it is. It's dresses and just written relegation. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on there. Oh shit! The writing's on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boss. Can't take it off anymore either. It's permanent pen. <laughs> oh man. Permanent <laughs> mother. I don't know. That was my Benita. <laughs> Um, yeah, mate. I, I'm I'm going for an Arsenal win on this one, two nil. Uh-huh. And um, I just think that um, Newcastle remind me very much of what Southampton were going through last season. Uh, um, they really do, you know. Whereby there, there's almost an air of semi sort of complacency. Yes, some of some of them are talking about relegation already, but it's more of the when 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 you hear a Newcastle fan talk about relegation, it's more of a kind of we're going to be relegated unless. Right, so they don't actually believe they're going to be relegated because they believe that surely there must be an unless coming soon. Um, and uh, uh, to be totally honest, unless Mike Ashley leaves, <laughs> I don't think that unless is actually going to materialise. So it, it, it's it's I I think it's going to be too little, too late. Newcastle are going to go down, uh, and uh, they're going to start uh, or not start, but continue anyway their woeful season with a defeat at home to the ass, mate. Which brings me on to the last game on Saturday, which I think is... Interesting game at last. Absolutely, yes. So this is kind of like the one that we've uh, probably been waiting for. Uh, uh, I mean, if you if you if you're watching the Tottenham Hotspur, uh, Tottenham Liverpool match, uh, then you know. We're, we're in for a good bit of fun anyway, at least for the, for the partisan viewer, we're in for a bit of fun. And then we've got a whole heap of, of crappy matches at three o'clock and then we wait for, uh, for, for what, yeah, what I think is going to be a fantastic match. Watford versus Manchester United. What are we thinking? What, Watford, mate, don't you get the feeling that, ever, especially ever since Man U lost to Brighton, that we're just waiting for that next defeat that's going to push Mourinho over the edge. <laughs> and... And we didn't get it at Burnley. Uh, they turned up, they rocked up in their pink kit, they kicked some people about, they got out of there with a win. But Watford, mate, I, I was guaranteeing you goals in Man City versus Fulham. Watford versus Man United, I am guaranteeing you big burly confrontations. Mate, Lukaku versus Kapue could happen at some point. Two very large men who like to put themselves about robustly. Uh, two very chest-driven men. Two men who are, who are uh, I think their chests are them. They are their <laughs> and I, I, I'm looking the forward to their chest <laughs> meeting in, a, in an aerial duel of some kind. Uh, <laughs> never forget that we have the possibility for Fellaini. Uh, oh, that could be Jesus. Fellaini versus Dekure, like all physicality and limbs everywhere. Uh, we've got, I mean, Lindelof can go nowhere near this game. No, 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 no. Roy Deeney is going, is literally going to go, Oi, come on, play Lindelof. I dare you. I dare you. Play Lindelof. Play Lindelof. Please. Please. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. Like, he'll get torn to pieces. He's got to play Phil Jones. And then we got... But, mate, no, I think Phil Jones is injured. Oh, mate, why do you break my heart? Oh, I'm sorry. It is. It's going to be Baye and Lindelof, mate. I'm pretty sure. most intelligent player that's going to turn up in that game. What versus Manchester United? Which player, mate, are you saying has got the most intelligence? Out of most intelligence. Odd, what, odd, when we look at both the 11. Yeah. Um, All 22. <laughs> name me an mate, intelligent player. Mate, the mascot, probably. <laughs> Harry the Hornet. <laughs> Harry the Hornet. Um, 
I would say the most intelligent one matter is, is play. Is, that's yes, it. I was gonna. I was, yeah, I was gonna go for Mata, um, but unfortunately, because he plays quite close to Matic, the two of them kind of compensate and bring each other down. Uh, so uh, you've got you've got thick Matic, uh, and uh, and you got uh, uh, Pogba is probably a smartish sort of guy, but he's is still he, still young. He he's, nah. he's in the press confrontations with Jose Mourinho, don't make me think. Well, he knows what he's talking. About. <laughs> Well, mate, you certainly can't put Troy Deeney in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Definitely not. So, no. <laughs> and Cathcart. No, it's just not happening. Um, oh, mate, I think it's, it's going to be a great match. And, uh, uh, but isn't it, isn't it amazing how anything to do with Man United now is a great match? And I'll tell you the reason why. It's because of Mourinho. It's all because of Mourinho. If Manchester United had any other manager, we wouldn't be spending half the amount of time on this because we know that there's a possible implosion just waiting to happen. You know, everyone's going to be dying to watch him. And for that reason... I'm going for a 2-1 Watford win. Just because you want to see it. Beautiful. But, mate, nowadays, even, even, when, even when they win, um, uh, he still comes out and says, I think you would prefer it if I lose. You know? And he still has he still has so much to say. And it's just fantastic. Magnificent, magnificent. Mate, I've, I, I'm, I'm going to go pro, pro Mourinho here on this one. And I'm going to go for a 3-0 Manchester United win. Now, I'll tell you why, because I think, I know, I know, I know, I think what's going to happen is all this hype on Watford is just going to, st- it's just going to come undone. They came up against a really, let's, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, a really shit Spurs side last, last uh, two weeks ago. Uh, you know, they were really you know, Spurs were really bad. They were lucky to to, to go ahead. There's you no need for you to clarify your previous statement. And and they were so crap. They were so so crap that it was just <laughs> it was just <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you've got Son. He's come back with his with his golden smile and his golden uh, 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 what is it medal uh, from the Asian Games. And um, I, I want some games as well. I like the Jason Games. That'll be fun. <laughs> Why does Asia get them and I don't? It's not fair. Well, until you um, start making making yourself do military service, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, okay. Don't put that into my mind. I might end up. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Man United, I'm going to go for a 3-0 win. And I think it's, it's, it's not going to be uh, one of those convincing wins, but everyone will come out saying how convincing it was. They'll score in the first half. They'll score early in the second half, and then they'll just, just get a third one on the break or something. And, and I think they'll just hold firm, and, uh, and they won't do it. Now, I've been very specific over this. <laughs> you know what that means. That means it's going to be completely the opposite. Troy Dean is going to get a hat-trick. Uh, um, uh, Damari Gray is probably going to get... A- couple in there is Demario Gray not Demario Gray sorry he's Andre Gray but Demario Andre Gray who knows yeah (laughs) and it probably will be I'll be proved completely wrong all right okay let's take a short break and we'll come back and uh uh, finish uh, reviewing the rest of the Premier League's weekend games The Godfather Part 3 is the worst movie in an epic collection. Part 3 of this episode is the same, only far, far, far worse. Welcome back to Part 3 of Born Offside. Sunday's matches are are what we're going to go through very, very quickly. In fact, we'll do Sunday and Monday. Uh, um, The first one is the early kickoff at 1.30, Wolves versus Burnley. Yeah. 
Dave, anything on this one? Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, exactly. Nice one. Give me a prediction and then we'll move on. <laughs> uh, what's Burnley's nickname? Burns. <laughs> the Burns. <laughs> Isn't it the Tykes? Do you think the Tykes versus the Wolves? What's a Tyke? I thought a tyke was like a, a, a child that annoyed you. No? Okay. Well, in that case, the, the, the wolves will eat your children. Uh, and I therefore predict a 3-0 wolves win because wolves versus is nothing. 3-0 wolves. Fantastic. May I'm going for a wolves win as well, but I wasn't going to go as emphatic. I was going to go 2-1. Uh, so, uh, but, uh, but definitely a wolves win. A spirito of, uh, the spirit of the saint is going to uh, uh, get snows... And Nevs, in case you didn't Stop remember, it. snows, <laughs> and uh, and all of his other Portuguese contingent to to rule Britannia. Uh, it's uh, Everton versus West Ham, mate. Could there be a worse match? Oh, oh my mate, God. mate, I'm very excited about this. I'm really, Come really on, then. interested to see if West Ham can continue their perfect record. So far, they have not blemished themselves with a single victory or point, and they've got a chance to make it five from five, and I think they can do it. <laughs> what, what makes you think that? I don't, I don't understand. Well, they're, shit. they're shit, and Everton are less shit than they are, and Everton are yeah. also at home. Richarlison is out still, unfortunately. I believe he's still suspended for all of that headbutting that he did. However, West Ham could turn up with Mark Noble and Jack Wilshire in midfield, which would more or less make it a concession. Um, yeah, I think uh, Theo Walcott will get two and um, Cenk Tosin will get one and they'll win three nothing and West Ham will be five from five. Mate, I can actually sense the excitement in your voice on this one. And oh. I think it's, uh, yeah, <clears throat> you know, and I, I'm with you as well. West Ham are not favourites for this game at all. Everton at home, they've been doing well. Fair enough. Like you said, Richarlison's not in. Uh, Richarlison, well done, by the way, for two, two goals on your, on your full debut for, uh, uh, for the, uh, uh, Brazil versus... Did he score two, really? Mate, can I tell you two. the beginning of the season where I did a skit in which I said that he was shit? <laughs> so, far, <laughs> so far, he scored, what, three? And yeah, he's two for Brazil. <laughs> yeah, too, yeah, no, it was a it was it was a five nil five nil drubbing, admittedly, uh, but uh, uh, he, oh, the he got USA. No, I think the USA was two nil, and then they played a second a second friendly uh, against Honduras or something like that. I can't mm -hmm. remember, and it was uh, it was five nil. But he won the penalty the first penalty for the first goal, which ne Baby Nene took as well. So it's, it's almost like uh, uh, two goals and assist. He may have even had some more assists in in the rest of it. But um, no, it was all um, <clears throat> very very well done. Uh, but yeah, well, uh, getting back to Everton versus West Ham, I'm with you as well. I uh, I'm going to go for two two nil. Uh, I don't think uh, uh, West Ham will will get out of Goodison with with anything. Uh, uh, so uh, with you as well on that one. What a horrible match! I am definitely not going to watch that match. Um, let's finish up with Southampton versus the Albanians. Mate, ah. The Battle of the South Coast. Ah, the South Coast of England versus the South Coast ah. of Albania. 
Oh, mate, it's gonna be it's gonna be rocking. I reckon. I think this game is going to be uh, uh, s- something a little special for the fans. Um, it's uh, um, it's just such a shame that we've still got Mark Hughes in there. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll 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 slowly get rid of him unless, of course, we win this game as well. Oh goodness, I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. Honestly, I really don't. I think this is a very winnable game uh, for Southampton and um, ahead of what is actually a very tough uh, schedule coming up with the League Cup draw, uh, meaning that we're actually going to play three games in seven days, all of them away and all of them up north. I believe we've got um, uh, Liverpool coming up away. Uh, Then we've got Everton in the Cup away at Goodison and then we've got uh, is it Man City or, we've got, or Newcastle I can't remember I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's someone else anyway but we've got three games uh, all in, after this one uh, um, starting next Saturday I believe all in succession up in the north so uh, it's uh, really Sam's going to be looking to try to get as many points as possible from this game otherwise we're in all sorts of uh, or trouble going into the next uh, next matches um Mate, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it, and I probably really shouldn't. Southampton to win this, uh, but it's gonna be close. It'll be one nil. Uh, uh, Charlie Austin will come on in the second half and, and score for us. That's my uh, that's my go. I'm I'm gonna boldly predict a nil nil. Fair enough. Yeah, I was I, w- I was very close to to going for a nil nil as well. But you see, this my my heart took over there at the last uh, last minute. All right, okay, mate. That's the Premier League done. I'm I'm really excited. I'm 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 happy that the Premier League is back because I've I've been a bit you know yeah fine UEFA Nations yeah okay and it is a little bit more exciting than it has been with the with our previous sort of friendlies and all that crap and everything. But mate, there's nothing like the Premier League, is there really? Love it, love it. All right, we'll take a very short break. We'll come back and uh, we'll discuss. Uh, hey, we're not we... coming back. We're not. Oh, we're not no, coming back. No. no. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, Jason and I have had um. Uh, 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 scheduling difficulties. Let's call it All that. Right. Let's I not thought... refer to it as Jason and I not being able to tell the time difference. <laughs> uh, let's not call it that. Let's call it scheduling difficulties. Uh, All so right. We, but we did have a quick look, mate, didn't we? And we concluded there's nothing going on in Europe. Nothing. No, absolutely nothing. There really was oh. nothing really to 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 mention at all. Uh, um, uh, I think the the only thing that we could sort of possibly talk about very quickly uh, is uh, there's there's been a couple of uh, things in in the light of this uh, UEFA Nations League and in in Europe and competitions in Europe, the introduction of a new European league uh, mate, uh, mate, or mate, new mate, European mate. cup. Mate, this is okay. So. Okay, yep. I think we can set this as homework for the listeners. Okay, so we've got the Champions League, which was like the old European Cup. And then we've got the Europa League, which was like uh, the UEFA Cup. Now oh, we've, got, we've got a competition that's going to be for the cup winners. Brainstorm your ideas for what we'll call it. <laughs> it's a cup for cup winners. It's the it's cup the... winners. Answers on the postcard, please. <laughs> Beautiful cup winners mugs. No, <laughs> yes, sorry, cup winners <laughs> mug. Mate, because they're gonna get mugged, aren't they? It's ridiculous. Ooh, oh my goodness! Why are they bringing back the cup winners cup? 
for for what I can see, it's something along the lines as well of it, it's it's sort of to spread uh, European football out a little bit more as well, isn't it? And it's also to try and minimise the um, the the moments and the times that people feel a little bit hard done by, in the sense that uh, uh, they've got um, uh, like like Burnley, for example, who qualified did extremely well to qualify for, for, for Europe and then suddenly find themselves out of it straight away. You know, it's, um, uh, and I think that's, that's what it's for. It's, it's to, to assist. When are they going to play the games? We already have Champions League on Tuesday and Wednesday. Europa League is on Thursday. Are they going to play them on Friday? I have no idea how they're going to do it. We'll have to see. It's going to have to be the Thursday, isn't it? Really? Which is what it already sort of. But there's already games on a Thursday. I know, I know, but you can play two different types of cups though on the same day. Maybe they'll invent an extra day. Ah, yeah, genius. Yeah, just add an extra one. Put that yeah. in there. Oh, yeah, I, I've often thought that would be a really good idea, actually. Let's, uh, let's look at the calculations of, of how time can be divisible once again. And, uh, and let's go for it. Just All right. So um, the cup winners cut back. Woo! <laughs> um, all right, okay. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's more to come uh, uh, from that, obviously. Uh, it, nothing has been put in place uh, uh, at the moment. So, uh, so we'll have to sort of wait and see. Um, mate. Apart from that, I think we're we're all pretty good to go. We, there was a little excerpt that we made that we were thinking about having a little quick chat about John Terry, mate. John Terry, what's going on with John? It's not happening. I thought it nah. was happening, and then it's not happening. I was going to do an entire show on what Russian players could do with their wives when John Terry turned up in Moscow. Uh, I I was literally not literally. I was figuratively salivating at the mouth at the very prospect of John Terry and Vladimir Putin becoming buddies. But uh, I would have not put it past, you imagine JT had a crack at Putin's wife. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry, just, just me then. Um, Jay, you gone? Fuck, I think Putin's got him. All right. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. No, I had, I pressed my mute button. I was laughing my head off. I was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've done it again. Well done. Well done. Well, <laughs> well anyway, let's, uh, I'm with you. Mate, in a way, it's apt that you should push your mute button because it's not happening. JT will not get to have a crack at Putin's wife. No. Very absolutely. He's, uh, he's come out and he said a, a very big thank you to everyone uh, in Russia for uh, attempting to get him there, uh, but ultimately they failed. Uh, <laughs> so Russia, Russia has gone, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I thought... I thought we had Putin as our oh. president. We could do anything. <laughs> oh, the, the man was, was left back's wife. Mm. Yeah. So what's he going to do? I don't know now. What's he going to do now? Because he's obviously oh, turned that down. To sleep with, has, I guess. <laughs> has he turned it down for an, a, a better offer somewhere else? Yes. I mean, this is it. Yeah. His missus has gone. You're not allowed to play football, John, because you sleep with your teammates' wives. Stop. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. All right. Okay. Yes, I'm coming to bed. All right. I will. Oh, God. No, uh, I think I think he's probably uh, uh, on the plane now to join uh, Maradona at Mexico. Yes. Uh, that's probably what he's going to do. <laughs> Make that happen. All right. And, mate, just to finish off, one very last thing. Uh, this we, We're talking about there's no great uh, football matches this weekend. But, mate, in the MLS, I've seen that DC United are playing New York Red Bulls. <laughs> you expect me to be about this? I thought I thought you were gonna go off the rails, mate, with that one, but obviously not. Fair enough. Okay, we'll leave it at that. 
That was the worst attempt ever to extend this show. Yeah, I guess it really was. Uh, But no, I I thought we were going to talk a little bit about the MLS because we haven't spoken about it too much. So, uh, uh, and and really, it's just Rooney now, isn't it? It's Rooney versus the MLS. Rooney League Soccer, that's what it is. That's what's happening. And, And then, of course, there's the Barcelona stuff. Well, well, did you want a, not a, a quick mention for Barcelona before we go? No. Why? No. Why? Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. With everything that's happening with Barcelona nowadays, you know, and uh, and what's going on, but uh, all good. We, uh, I, I think, we can probably talk about uh, 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 everything that's happened uh, with 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 Barca at another time, and that's obviously including uh, the fact that they've put their request in for uh, Barcelona's match with Girona to go ahead in, in, in the States, uh, but also, uh, you know, and what, what is happening with Barcelona and the fact that uh, in the Spain national team, this last Spain Spanish national team, there wasn't a single Barcelona football player. So, no, well, you uh, end this show. No one cares. All right. Okay, that's enough. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. We are looking forward to a wonderful weekend of Premier League football. We'll be back uh, on Monday uh, to uh, review all of the matches, and uh, and yeah, and obviously, uh, and, and then obviously, maybe even maybe we'll do it on the Tuesday actually, so that we can review Southampton as well uh, alongside that as well. Um, Bye. Good stuff. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Let's go. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Three, two,